You are now listening to the Conversationalist Podcast. Well, hello, and thanks for listening to another episode of the Conversationalist Podcast. This is episode 16. I'm Jesse, and I'm here with Amanda. Hi. And um, there's a couple of things that have happened within the past week or so, and we uh, compiled some stuff together. And um, so we're just going to talk very briefly um, about uh, Archer, um, some incident that happened at uh, a World of Warcraft premiere. Um, We'll talk a little bit about the uh, Duncan Jones World of Warcraft um, or the Warcraft uh, movie interview um, with a particular... A reporter who is a douche. Um, then we'll move on to uh, what the possibility is of a sequel for Warcraft and what maybe we can expect from that. Uh, and then we move on to some issues with a certain group fucking with the Blizzard servers. And we finish it up with... Um, a little story on Walking Dead, the season six finale, which is just a little bit of speculation, um, you know, about the the possible death. Uh, it doesn't seem like we're any closer to it, but, you know, people are trying to narrow it down because of the finale being what it was. So, um, for the first topic, um, Archer, uh, they actually posted on their Facebook page um, earlier today that um, they've been renewed for seasons 8, 9, and 10. So you can expect Archer for a while, which I'm excited about because, you know, there are some shows, there are some, you know, cartoons that, you know, are really well made and for whatever reason one reason or another they just don't attract enough watchers and you know they nix good television shows left and right because they don't they just don't have the popularity and although I don't think that Archer doesn't have the popularity I think it does you know it is kind of an adult cartoon so it's kind of I don't say niche for adults and so there's lots of adult cartoons though I know there are. It's, it's a just... thing, like adult coloring. Go back to being a child. <laughs> Do it. You know, just in the back of my mind, though, you just kind of always think, like, God, I hope this doesn't get canceled. You know, like, like they're just... hitting on Simpson territory now. Right, yeah. I mean, I mean, with good reason, Archer is a fantastic, uh, is a fantastic cartoon. Um, I wouldn't even say it's fantastic just for a cartoon. <laughs> It's just like it's just a good show. I mean, it it, it is, uh, you know, um, pretty cool. So, I mean, if if you're not familiar with Archer, like, get out from underneath that rock you're living under. Yeah, I you know I'd be kind of confused if there was somebody listening that didn't know what Archer was. Um, but it it uh, it's on FX, and um, basically. Um, it's a half-hour comedy um, that revolves around a former spy agency turned PI firm um, that has several employees that get into all kinds of bullshit. 
revolving around Archer. Who's... Are they not called ISIS anymore? No, they were for the first couple of seasons, and then I think with everything with ISIS, the cartoon kind of changed the the name uh, that they had for it. But um, I haven't watched in a while. Yeah, well, the Figus Agency uh, presented all new challenges for the former spies in Season 7, the most difficult of which might have been the move to Los Angeles. Um, this is just kind of from the uh, Archer Facebook page. Every CD surveillance of a suspected adulterer investigation uh, into insurance fraud was actually just another excuse for the staff to undermine sabotage and betray each other for personal gain. Um, that's a very that's <laughs> condensed uh, like description of what Archer is. All I can say is that if you have cable, go to FX, possibly go on demand. And just, you'll end up probably watching all of season one in a, in a sitting. Isn't it on Netflix? Um, I believe they have some of them on Netflix, yeah. So, I mean, if you have Netflix and you're subscribed to it, you don't want to access it on cable, you can always go to Netflix and watch it. Which, initially when we started watching it, um, I don't think we stumbled across it on Netflix at first. It was actually um, my sister that had uh, brought it up and... She'd watch the show and asked if I'd watch the show, and I was like, what the fuck is Archer? And she's like, oh, it's this cartoon, it's super hilarious. And I was just like, whatever, it's a fucking cartoon. And so she put on, like, an episode of Archer, and I was just like, oh my god, you know? And then we ended up, like, catching up with every show when we uh, started watching it on uh, Netflix. So, super excited. You know, three seasons, I'm sure that they'll end up renewing it several more times. I don't see the popularity dwindling down on that show anytime soon. Um, it's always interesting. It is always it always gets very interesting. Every show's uh just uh amazing. <laughs> don't look at me like that. That doesn't translate to podcast. So <clears throat> moving on. Um this source is from 2p.com no I'm not making that up um, the story's from the 20th of June and it uh, tells the story of a League of Legends player uh, that invades Azeroth and gets beaten up by Alliance and Horde so you know it pretty much says everything you need to know in the title of the story is that basically some dude um, thought it would be interesting um, to dress up like his like his favorite League of Legends character and show up to the World of Warcraft premiere and basically be a douche. Um, I guess he shows up to the premiere and he's like for Demacia. Now, I'm not a League of Legends player, so like I don't know the significance of that uh, war cry. But anyways, he goes there basically trolling World of Warcraft players at a World of Warcraft premiere Dressed as a character from a different game. And um, needless to say, there were at least five people that weren't interested in his antics. And uh, what happened next was that essentially he got beat up. They punched him, they kicked him, and there's a photo that was attached um, showing him pretty bruised up in his uh, cosplay. And... um, 
I guess some of the perpetrators um, were talked to afterward, and it said, thanks to Demacia, the Alliance and the Horde united under one banner and drove away the common enemy. And so uh, this guy dressed up in, like, Garen cosplay. And so I guess the question is, is whether or not, like, this dude had kind of gone too far, um, you know, with what he did, you know, and did he deserve it? Or, you know, should the World of Warcraft players basically, like, not have done anything and just let this dude be a troll? I guess what I will say before we actually get into that is I have no idea whether or not um, this story on 2p.com is, um, like, you know, some sort of silly joke, you know, whether or not it's, uh, you know, just like a made-up story. Um, so I looked on the site and it I didn't see anything that indicated that it was, so I'm just assuming that it's true. So, I mean, if this were true, I mean, do you think this dude got what he deserved? No, that's stupid. You don't think that him showing up in some other cosplay to a World of Warcraft premiere and being a douche and, like, trying to agitate people is worthy of his ass-kicking? We went to the Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim and people wore Star Trek costumes. Do yeah. they deserve to get beaten up for wearing Star Trek costumes? Yes. No. <laughs> they looked really stupid. They did. But I don't think they deserve to get beat up over it. Yeah. This guy probably looked real stupid. Well, at least not in front of the kids. There were some adults there with their kids in Star Trek uniforms. You can't beat them up in front of the kids. Maybe that's why they got away with it. No. <laughs> No, I mean, I'm not condoning violence. Like, I don't think what they did was necessarily, um, you know, something that they should have done. I mean, I do think that the guy's a douchebag for, like, showing up and, like, basically, like, trying to piss people off. But at the same time, like, you know, people that want to cosplay, you know, whatever. You know, it, people were going to cosplay to a World of Warcraft premiere and somebody who's not necessarily into the game but wants to throw on their cosplay... You know, might be like, well, fuck it. You know, I can wear this to the World of Warcraft cosplay because there's, or to the World of Warcraft premiere because there's going to be people that are cosplaying. So I can wear my bitchin' outfit that's, you know, not World of Warcraft, but League of Legends, and I'm not going to look all out of place. So, I mean, maybe that's why he did it, and like he just decided to kind of troll. But no, I mean, I don't think he should have got his ass kicked. I mean, especially five to one. Well, kind of sad. And a lot of people, like before Heroes of the Storm came out, wow. And law kind of went up against each other, like, as far as games went. Either you played one or you played the other, and I, there's a little bit of a competition, even though the games weren't really the same. Like, people would say, oh, you play League, well, I play WoW, or oh, you play WoW, that's dumb, I play League. So, maybe these guys were super into their game. I mean, right? who knows? Maybe there's some backstory. Maybe those guys knew each other. <laughs> they knew each other so well that he just let him get he just let himself get his ass kicked because there's a photo that's attached to the article and so we actually like saw this dude that's supposed to have got his butt kicked and like he had a good amount of scratches and knots on his face you know he really uh they really took it to him so like i said i mean reading the article it's not obvious like the onion you know as to whether or not like this is just 
you know, some satire piece that, you know, what if a League of Legends player, like, showed up to, you know, a WoW premiere and la la la. You know, I don't, it didn't appear to be that way. And I guess, you know, I guess another point to drive home, you know, as to whether or not this was right or wrong, is just, like, if this did happen, like, what does that say as far as, like, the community as a whole? You know, you're trying to attract more people to a game or, you know, a gaming community, because it's not just the game of World of Warcraft, you know, you have Battle.net now, which associates, you know, World of Warcraft, Diablo, Starcraft, Overwatch, Heroes of the Storm, and Hearthstone. And so when you're trying to attract somebody to a specific game and then, you know, more broadly to the World of Warcraft community, like, how does one do that or show that you're not, you know, a, I mean, obviously, I mean, that's it's basically broadcasting that you know, the community's kind of shitty, you know, and something like that can happen. I mean, it's stupid to say because I know you could say, oh, well, that's just an isolated incident, and this is just, you know, a few bad apples, and the community as a whole isn't like that, but doesn't that happen, like, with everything? Police officer gets in trouble, the whole department's shit. You know, somebody somebody does this one specific thing, and then this whole, this whole thing is crap. Like, that's you know broad strokes get drawn all the time on it's like profiling well right i mean but i'm saying like a broad stroke can happen to just about anything when you're speaking to one thing and it's associated with this other thing you know there's airsoft related shootings that always happen people running around being done with airsoft guns and constantly there's always legislation to try to make that illegal or to make it harder to get airsoft guns or to not sell them at all and it makes a bunch of airsoft players look like shit. And, you know, people hate airsofters because of how stuff is, you know, related to that. And, like, you know, some people that might have an airsoft gun and they go out and do some stolen valor bullshit. So then automatically all these guys look like they're stolen valor fucking people too because they like to go out and play pretend. You know, and so, you know, that kind of thing happens to all kinds of segments of communities and so you know if this kind of thing happens you know it, it makes the community as a whole look bad and you know it's just really disappointing that something like that would happen i mean it's it, it, i mean i kind of giggled a little bit reading it but I, you know then it kind of dawned on me like i mean it was funny for all of like two seconds but then it's like wow like really you know people that don't know anything about the game they see that there's obvious people that are associated with this game beating up some dude. And they're just like, you know, you might have parents there like with their kids and these kids aren't into that, aren't into the game yet or maybe want to be. And, you know, somebody's going to look at that and be like, hmm, maybe not. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe I'm assuming too much, but I just think that it's, I know, I mean, people go to sporting events and the same thing happens. You wear the wrong jersey, someone gets beat up, doesn't prevent people from letting their kids watch a football game or a baseball game. I, and I get it, you know, I mean, it's like, okay, the dude dressed up like a League of Legends character and was, you know, saying a bunch of crap, but, I mean, is that any different from somebody yelling, FOR THE HORDE in front of a bunch of Alliance people? You know, or an alliance person yelling, for the alliance, you know? I mean, it's the same fucking thing. It's just they're not associated with the game, like, big deal. 
you know, I don't know. I just, I didn't, uh, I was, I, I just kind of thought to myself, like, God dang, man. Like, I, I really, I, you almost hope it's satire, but I don't really think it is. So, are those your final thoughts? Or did you have any final thoughts? Common sense, people. Use <laughs> it. Yeah. Listen. Listen to her. Her stuff. Or perish. <laughs> Sweater monkeys. So, um, we move on to uh, another story. And this one's from um, Tech Insider. Uh, this was published on the 16th of June. And um, it's about a reporter that walks out of an interview um, after the Warcraft director defends movie against criticism. So... Duncan Jones is the director of the Warcraft movie, and um, the uh, interviewer was uh, BBC, a dude from BBC News, um, Adam Rosser, and and so, I mean, without going into every single detail and you know thing that gets said back and forth, is that generally. Um, Rosser basically pointed out that he felt like the movie didn't have a lot of consistency, that there was a little bit of confusion as to the geography of, like, the overall story, like how, you know, the city relates on a map, you know, to where the Alliance are, where the Horde encampment is, um, you know, how Medivh got, you know, infected by the Fell... Um, he didn't feel that was properly explained as to, you know, how, um, you know, he got infected by the fell energy. Um, you know, he didn't feel that there was, a a lot of clear storytelling when it came to, uh, just like the overall, I don't know, the overall world, because what he's pointing out is like, in the original RTS game um, of, like, orcs and humans, you know, like, the premise of the story is, like, just a couple of pages long. And that, like, now, you know, it's probably, like, the size of a little novel. And that that novel is basically just one of many novels. And, like, how do you make a movie of something that vast? And so Duncan Jones draws a parallel to... Um, Lord of the Rings uh, basically being that like you know people enjoy Lord of the Rings that may not have read all the books and you know the geography necessarily doesn't you know make the movie and in his defense you know this guy had read all the books on Lord of the Rings and so he had an idea of geography being a, a Tolkien reader and then watching the movie and the defense is is that although he may not understand what the geography is as it relates to the movie, a lot of people that are watching the Warcraft movie are players themselves, and so they have a way to relate to where stuff is in the movie because of the fact that they play the game and know what the map looks like when they're referring to things like the Red Ridge Mountains and when they're referring to Goldshire and they're referring to Stormwind and they're talking about like the outskirts of you know, Red Ridge and all this kind of stuff. We as Warcraft players, World of Warcraft players, understand 
the geography of it. He kind of made it a big issue that, like, you know, certain things weren't explained as well as they could have been. Um, and I think that just in the interview alone, Duncan Jones did a good job of adequately explaining, um, you know, the certain things that he focused on and how they do draw parallels in a way to, you know, Lord of the Rings in terms of like how the story's told and, you know, how you can't really expect somebody to come in and just kind of get everything having not been a player but then you know points out that even if you aren't a player if you just understand the simple concepts that are explained in the movie that you can still appreciate it for instance fell is bad it's explained quite clearly i think that fell is bad and it clearly shows like how it negatively affects you know living organisms and, you know, how it relates to, you know, people getting infected with direct contact with Fell. How that dude gets confused by it, have no fucking clue. Um, I mean, what were some of your... I mean, so I'll kind of elaborate on it a little bit more and then go to Amanda. But, you know, essentially what ends up happening is when this guy's asking Duncan Jones, you know, like, what's your, what's your best takeaway, you know, from the film? And, you know, he basically says that Duncan Jones basically says, well, I feel that, you know, we did a good job with the movie. Um, You know, it's a big, you know, magical adventure. And, you know, I've had a lot of positive feedback, both from fans and people that aren't familiar with the movie. And I think that's great is essentially what he says um those exact words no but when he says that the reporter basically kind of nods to the cameraman in the background okay we're done he just stands up kind of like starts taking off his microphone and is just walking off i mean he does give duncan jones a handshake and say oh yeah thanks for your time but you can kind of see the confusion on duncan jones face is just kind of like uh okay like we're done like it was very abrupt it obviously wasn't planned or it like wasn't said that okay this is the final question because dude just gets up and walks off i mean what did you think i mean we watched the uh video before we started recording so that amanda could you know be familiar with the uh video as well well i don't know how that fool was confused about the geography because they showed maps like a couple different times in the movie Right. So, learn to see? I don't know. I mean, it that fool, it seemed like he went in there to troll, and he tried, and then Duncan Jones just shut him down, so then he just got up and left because he didn't get, he didn't get any kind of reaction that he wanted. Yeah, I mean, Duncan Jones, it, junk, ah, Duncan Jones, at any point, didn't really seem to be flustered. He had an answer for every question, but it wasn't like a roundabout answer your question with a question. He really brought a lot of good. Res- I mean, he br- brought a lot of good responses, and he. Ex- I thought he explained them very clearly, 
and he drew some parallels to some other popular, um, you know, very popular, uh, you know, multi-movie stories like Lord of the Rings that are similar, you know, sort of in, in terms of like large, you know, action, adventure, you know, magic, multi-race kind of universe. And so, I mean, I think that he answered the questions as as best he could answered them as directly as he could and like you said the interviewer just was I don't know uh, yeah I mean it seemed as though he was maybe trying to uh, frustrate Duncan Jones but because he handled it so well it was almost as like he was frustrated that he wasn't getting anything getting, getting anything from him and it was just like I'm done which yeah. is obviously what it was and it's like, you know, why do you even go into an interview like that just to shit on the film? I mean, if you don't personally like it, well, I guess that's, you know, you're right to not like the movie. But, like, as a reporter, I don't think people are necessarily going to watch the, rev- you know, the the interview because they care what the interviewer, the interviewer's takeaway of the movie is. You're, you're you know your opinion isn't that relevant and is as the as you know as far as the reporter goes so he didn't like it who cares you know i mean the point is i think when you're obviously interviewing the director and you have the fucking warcraft posters in the background like it's to try to generate press in some positive you know review of the film i'm not saying it has to be slanted you know, obviously there can be things you didn't like about the film, but at no time did the interviewer really have anything positive to say about it, right? I mean, right. every single thing was a negative thing. Were you the right person to direct this film? Were you the right person to, you know, rewrite some of the, um, you know, rewrite the um, script? Right. You know, were, you know, just, you know, oh, do, do you think you could have, done something that would have made the movie more coherent indicating that the movie was incoherent like what you know there, there, in no time was there really anything to say that oh you know the movie was great but it could have been better if these things had been done you know the whole thing was just him hammering the movie so I mean there were some people I saw in some of the responses that basically said that they watched the video and they didn't feel like the interviewer was rude because you know yeah, he did get up a little abruptly, but he shook the director's hand and thanked it for his time. But, I mean, by the reaction that you see from the director, and then just how abruptly, like, as soon as as soon as soon Duncan Jones is saying his, like, last word in that sentence, dude's, like, pulling off the mic to get up and go. Like, it just seems as though he was angry. It wasn't amicable, like, oh, you know, thanks for talking, you know, blah, 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 we're going to wrap this up. You know, it it just, it, it was weird. I mean, we've watched several videos for that kind of interview before, and I can't say I've seen seen one end like that. Usually you see them end like that when something goes wrong, you know, when somebody gets pissed off. So, I don't know. I think it was pretty unprofessional. You're basically going into an interview with a bunch of personal bias, to crap on a film that you personally don't like. And 
you know, the movie didn't have a huge box office like you would have expected, um, you know, from a movie with that kind of budget. But it's more or less made the movie, made the money back that was, you know, spent on the movie, It you know, at least stateside. And it's making a ton of money in the Chinese market. And it still has other markets to open up in. So, I mean, it's done really well. And I think that we can expect a sequel from the movie. Because of China? Because of China. Um, China really appreciates World of Warcraft. We've covered before that they try to make their own World of Warcraft movie. That they have like a bootleg, non-authorized, you know, World of Warcraft amusement park. (laughs) You know, I mean, you know, so they really appreciate uh, the World of Warcraft as much as the Americas do, you know, Europeans and everybody else. So, I mean, I know we're going to... we're Gold farming. Yeah. We're going to see a sequel. So, you know, why people have to continue to shit on the film because they don't want to see another one of these movies. I just think people don't... You know, some of these reporters need to give it a chance or at least make a solid attempt to learn more about the universe of World of Warcraft, you know? That crazy thing called research that most people don't do anymore. Um, so, you know, that's all I got to say about that. So, uh, you know, on the topic of Warcraft, um, we move on to another story about um, Warcraft and the sequel for it being something to do with the Lynch King. And apparently this was confirmed by Duncan Jones. Um, the source I initially had was jobs and hire, uh, com, but it was actually a story that, uh, they had gotten from Gizmodo, which is a lot more detailed. They basically condensed the Gizmodo story. And I will say going to the jobs and website, I don't know how I came across it, but the site sucks because I got like five pop-ups, fucking multiple videos playing at the same time. Super annoying. So maybe just go to the gizmodo.com website to get the original story with no pop-ups and no fucking videos playing audio in the background. Um, so with that said, um, you know, basically Duncan Jones hits at the hints at the possibility of the next movie kind of focusing more on, um, I guess what would be Warcraft three and, um, basically the rise and fall of Arthas and his transition to the Lich King. So, I mean, what, what do you think of the possibility of that sequel? That would be interesting to see. As far as what? Well, I mean, wouldn't they be skipping over some some content to get to the Lich King? Well, a little bit, yeah. You know, because the second... I mean, obviously, with World of Warcraft, you know, it more or less focuses sort of in, ter- in terms of, like, orcs and humans from the, uh, the first game. Obviously, with you know, a different different bad guys throughout the world, but, you know, then in the second 
expansion. Obviously, you're talking about like the Burning Legion or whatever. And then, obviously, in the third expansion, you know, you're getting into the Wrath of the Lynch King. So, I mean, in terms of like how it relates to World of Warcraft, it would be kind of not necessarily in a streamlined timeline of what we know of World of Warcraft. Um, you know, and it might be skipping over a little bit of content that you see in the actual Warcraft RTS game. So I don't I don't know that they plan on kind of going expansion to expansion. I think they're kind of just streamlining and kind of polishing what the film is. It means we get to see Sylvanas, right? Yes. Well, I'm good with that then. That's what I would think, which I'd be more excited to see who plays Sylvanas as opposed to who plays Lich King. Now, Lich King would be a fantastic bad guy in terms of, like, the character and story. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'd really like to see who, who Sylvanas is. So... That would be neato. Plus, I mean, just generally speaking, you know, from a sequel point of view, you know, I'd like to see some gnomes. You know, I want to, <laughs> I want to see some night elf druids. Punt some gnomes. You know, I want to see some fucking, uh, I don't know, some fucking dwarf shamans or you know, I just want to see all these different characters. I just want to see all these different. Everybody wants to see the Torrens. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, I want to see what the Torrens look like. I mean, they did obviously a good job with the orcs, so I don't think there's going to be, you know, terrible-looking Torrens. The Torrens mm, are going to be freaking neat. The undead. The undead are going to be fucking amazing. They're going to be so cool. I think they're going to be cool. I mean, there's too many zombie films these days and, like, too many zombie shows these days to, like, have terrible makeup that's going to, you know, properly display, like, what you would expect from... um you know, from the Forsaken. So, I think that'll be cool. Um, trolls. I don't care about trolls. I mean, trolls that can't be that hard. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, it tells you where our loyalties lie. I mean, even when we play Horde and we don't really fuck with trolls. So they're um, ugly. So, you know, a Lich King, a Lich King expansion, that would be pretty cool. Um, you know, kind of, I mean, it seems like he said he's he'd like to do that film whether it actually gets done or whether they go in a different direction i mean it's saying it's confirmed but i mean unless they're actually like rolling tape or like they're actually like recording um they're you know they've actually started production we'll wait another 10 years yeah um i mean without the fucking movie being in production you know who knows what the movie's going to be about i mean i'm sure he really really wants to do a movie that has you know, the Lich King tie-in and, you know, the whole storyline behind that. But, I mean, without, like, there actually being, like, some filming getting done and, you know, at least some hint of, uh, you know, that being a storyline, we could just hope that what he wants to do and what he's able to do are the same things. You know, kind of like when, uh, you know, we talked to Tim Miller, director of Deadpool, where he said, like, basically they, he was able to do what he wanted to with the film in order to get the film done and they basically gave him the ability to do whatever he wanted 
So I could hope that because Duncan Jones is, you know, a huge fan of Warcraft in general, knows about the lore, you know, appreciates, you know, the Warcraft story, and, you know, wants to do right by the franchise and the fans, that they would just let him go in the direction that he wants to so that he can properly tell the story. I, you know, hope they just kind of just let him do what he wants to do. Obviously within reason. You know, if he goes fucking crazy, like, oh, I want to do something real cool. You know, they can be like, whoa, hold on there, buddy. So, um, again, whether that happens, who knows. Um, you know, personally, I think the Burning Crusade would also be cool. I mean, I think you could still obviously introduce all the other races and all the other stuff into the movie. But I think if they were to do that, you know, in terms of like thinking up, thinking at it from a third person perspective of somebody that doesn't necessarily, you know, isn't familiar with the movies or whatever, they might come into that movie and be like, more orc bad guys? Like, really? You know what I mean? Yeah, they're always the bad guys. Get over it. But I'm saying like, more orc bad guys, more fell. You know, somebody that's not familiar with the storyline, they're not going to be like, oh, you know, this makes sense. They're going to be like this retarded reporter that's like, uh, you just made the same movie twice. And so, you know, that could end up shooting them in the foot if they went, like, in some sort of concurrent storyline. It makes sense to us, and we may not be, you know, we may not be upset with that, but I think somebody that's not familiar with it, that saw the first movie and then goes to see the second movie, is going to be scratching their head, like, seriously? So... Um, yeah, but if you can watch a Rocky film over and over again, <laughs> that's like the same story. People watch those. Yeah, but this one's about video games. Everybody just kind of like, it has to do with video games. You know, people know what boxing is. People love a good, you know, underdog, you know, that kicks everybody else's ass yeah. and perseveres over, you know different foreign fighters and all that kind of jack and be like America you know but people were like oh it has to do with the video game this is lame you know they don't want to get people to have an excuse to hate it for no reason I guess so um we move on to um another story blizzard related see a theme here yeah I thought you did um and this is from the uh it's like ibtimes.co.uk um the international business times i know i was gonna say that but thanks so this came out today and this is about lizard squad um hacker mocks gamers after alleged ddos attack on blizzard servers now um you know, basically, this took place on June 20th, which is the day before, and um, Blizzard was having similar issues the week before with, uh, was basically causing a lot of disconnections, you know, people getting booted off the server, people being unable to log in, and that, uh, you know, it was obviously causing issues for people to play Overwatch, Hearthstone, World of Warcraft. Um, and so 
this group Lizard Squad had claimed responsibility for this disruption, and uh, DDoS is basically um, distributed denial of services attack, and uh, you know basically floods the network with fake traffic so that it makes it difficult for people to sign in. And why they're attacking Blizzard servers, I have no idea. Like why their focus is just to grief, um, you know, Blizzard players specifically. I don't know. But I mean, I don't think there's any rhyme or reason to like why they choose to attack people. I mean, I remember, what game was it? They're just bored. There was a game that they were, they were basically attacking like the Xbox servers, I think. This was a while back when like a new game had come out. It might have been, I don't even remember specifically what game it was. But, like, it was griefing a lot of people. And, um, god dang it, I can't remember the dude's name. But he owned a web, like, he owned a website. I, god dang it. I'm, like, completely, I had his name in my head and completely forgot it. So annoying. But basically, this dude, like, communicated with these people through, like, through Twitter or something like that. And basically paid them off. You know, gave them, like, anonymous accounts to, um, you know, giving them, like, gigs and gigs and gigs of space to, like, store data and all this kind of junk that, you know, they were worth, like, 100 bucks, 200 bucks each. And, like, gave them to these people so that, you know, these codes so that they can claim um, services. And then what ended up happening is, like, the attack stopped for, like, a day or so. And then they started getting attacked again. And, um, the guy was like, what the fuck? Like, you know, we had a deal, but those people were like, oh, it wasn't us. Like it was somebody else that was attacking the Xbox servers then. And so, I don't know. Um, you know, we were actually trying to play World of Warcraft when this was happening. And so, you know, our, our service was getting disrupted. I mean, we were still able to play, um, but it was just like periodically booting us off. We were getting kicked off the game and we'd have to sign back in. Annoying. And log in again, you know. So, I mean, it wasn't a huge deal. Like, it happened like a handful of times over the course of like two or three hours. But, you know, still it was pretty annoying because we're like, is it our fucking internet? Like, our internet's strong. Like, what the hell's wrong with it, you know? And then we find out why. It's because... The friggin' servers are getting overwhelmed. So, pretty annoying. That's what it was. I mean, I guess if you continue to have connection issues, there's a po- there's a good possibility that, you know, the servers might be, you know, getting attacked or, you know, specifically Battle.net. Who knows? So, why they're doing it? Again, who fucking knows? So, um... We're going to round out the episode um, with a uh, story from Yahoo. It's Hello Giggles. Well, it was actually from Yahoo, but it was originally from Hello Giggles, yes. And it says, we know who gets killed at the end of Season 6 Walking Dead finale. Gulp. Um, Basically, they don't know. The only thing is, is that with this story... Um, it basically confirms that um, AMC 
went through great lengths to make sure that there weren't leaks and that there wasn't somebody on set or someone who could say, oh yeah, it's this fucking dude, you know. Um, they ended up filming 11 different death scenes with all of the major characters, which leaves everybody guessing to who they're going to kill when it comes to season premiere. And according to the Hollywood uh, Reporter, um, 11 cast members involved in the scene have already filmed the death scene and that the Walking Dead producers and the episode director will then work with the show's editors and pick the character who does indeed die. So, you know, it sounds as though, you know, with all of these death scenes that they've made, obviously, again, they went through a ton of time to make sure that there's not going to be a leak. They may already have decided, you know, who they want to kill, but obviously it's probably something they're keeping close to their chest and only maybe like one or two people know, um, you know, before they get into an editing phase is to, you know, finalize who's actually going to die. Um, So, I mean, I guess it would be... There's already a lot of people that already think they know who's going to die, but the 11 people that had death scenes already filmed are Rick, Daryl, Carl, Michonne, Glenn, Maggie, Abraham, Sasha, Eugene, Aaron, and Rosita. So, of those people, someone's going to die. So, well, duh, because that's everyone that was lined up. Right. You know, and so. And that kind of sounds like crap to me because haven't they already been in production? So, I mean, if they're going to have to keep filming their season already, they know, everyone there already knows who's dead because they're going to have to keep filming. And obviously, if somebody's dead, they're not going to be there anymore. Right. And so. The story itself is misleading because it leads you to believe that they may have at least narrowed it down to who it would be. And, okay, it's a revelation. They filmed all these death scenes. But like Amanda pointed out, it's all the fucking people that were there. So you literally narrowed it down to everybody who's there. Which isn't narrowing it down at all. So, you know, thanks again, Yahoo. These are the assholes... That also put that clickbait where it's like, oh, find out more about the story, and then it's a stupid video. Like, how many times? God dang it. I have so much negative stuff to say about Yahoo Story sometimes. I'm just not even going to go there. I'll stick to the story. I'm going to stick to the story. So, write it in real quick. Yeah. Did you read that article where AMC was threatening to sue um, that, what is it, that Facebook group, the Leaking Dead or whatever, the one with the face, the Walking Dead spoilers? Well, I heard that there was like a Spanish language guy too that um, apparently was putting out like really on point shit about the show and that this dude had made a YouTube video that was basically, I mean, he had fucking every detail of a show that had been released and I think he was going to like say who the person was that dies or something and they like pretty much knew that like 
he must know somebody that's affiliated with the show because a lot of the information he had was almost like verbatim shit that was that he had that was about their storyline and stuff and so they're pretty sure like whoever it was he was talking to was directly associated with a leak having to do with the show because they actually like threatened to sue him if he didn't take it down and so he did before it had reached a lot of people there were at least like a couple thousand people that saw the video before it got taken down but um i don't know about the person that you're referring to well it's a group it's not a like a person mm-hmm. but yeah like they were posting on the letters and stuff up on the on their page and amc like aggressively went after them i guess it was to the point where they were actually calling people that they found on the facebook page like calling them at work and calling people that they knew saying it's you know, if you don't stop, we're going to sue. And, like, I guess they got, like, I don't know. It became a whole big thing. And basically these people were like, hey, we just do this for fun. And how dare you guys call up, you know, like my grandma saying, if, oh, Sunny Boy doesn't stop this, we're going to, you know, we're going to sue them. And basically they're acting like debt collectors, you know, calling, like, relatives of people. And, like, it got crazy. But, yeah, because there is this, um, a Facebook group that does the same thing. They tend to post really good spoilers ahead of time about episodes and AMC was going after them because they had supposedly posted at one point that they knew who was going to die and they were going to leak it and this group was saying that they had never posted that but that's what AMC was going after was they were just saying you need to terminate your whole thing because if you leak this we're going to we're going to sue you which is crazy to me because, like, if they're just really good at speculating who's going to die and are usually correct in their assumptions, you know, based on, like, whatever information it is they're able to draw on. I mean, most people have all the same information as everybody else if you're a big Walking Dead fan. But, you know, if these people are just that good and they're not actually getting it from, like, any sort of, like, person leaking information, but they're just always right, so these people get focused on because... Their information's always pretty correct. I would be pretty pissed if, like, we do the show for fun and we hit the nail on the head a couple of times and they're like, yeah, I told you so. And then somebody's calling me the next day like, hey, you need to fucking, you know, shut your whole show down and you better not fucking talk about our show because I'll sue you. I'd be like, um, this is fucking America and I can say whatever the fuck I want and... Who are you to tell me that I can't say whatever the hell it is I want as it relates to your show if all I'm doing is guessing like everybody else except sometimes I happen to be right. I'll be like, see you in court, fool. I'm going to fucking countersue you. I'll fucking countersue you for fucking loss of work and all this other shit. And then I'll be like, and I want all of The Walking Dead show on DVD. And, you know, I want all the tickets front row. Talking Dead, and I want coupons, and a chocolate sundae, and I want a fucking extra spot (laughs) as a zombie that Rick kills, but death of my choosing, (laughs) just keep going with it, so, um, you know, it's, yeah, it's just really stupid to me that that would happen, I mean, I can understand from, like, the point where there was the other guy that I was talking about where... His shit was just like almost verbatim stuff that was going to happen. And it it seemed pretty clear 
that like he knew somebody who was basically like feeding him info that he's basically like putting out on his page that i guess i can understand but like just to come at somebody like oh you know you can't do this because your information's pretty accurate and we don't want you to ruin it that's kind of like well you know these are fans that do this shit for fun and you're shitting on your fan base because they're too into it right like really that's like fucking george lucas being like you guys are too into fucking star wars because now you're blowing all the fucking you know movies all the movie plot lines that i'm gonna put out i mean i know that george lucas doesn't own the fucking films anymore and he doesn't have a whole lot of creative ability to decide what gets done in disney movies so anybody who's listening and is star wars related that was just a big hyperbole you know fucking you know thing that i brought up please don't take it seriously i'm perfectly aware that he does not own any star wars shit anymore but what that said it's basically the same thing so i just think it's silly rather it's just fucking dumb and it it makes you kind of like it's hard not to be mad at amc for doing something like that you know focusing on fans like that threatening lawsuits and just regular people with that kind of bullshit it's pretty lame it's just a show yeah i mean but at the same time amc's awesome because they got like all kinds of good shows like you can pretty much watch anything on amc and it's good right yeah so suck it up amc who cares figure out who dies we're gonna watch it anyways Jeez. we're still gonna watch it and we're still gonna be like no you should have done it in the freaking finale should have instead of making us wait fucking bullshit so lame i concur i was ready to see maggie die (laughs) oops oh my god yeah amanda was all like i hope it's maggie and i hope her stomach gets hit first that's not what I said. You were. That's what you I were. said Maggie dying would be the best <laughs> because everyone's like, oh, Glenn needs a man up or whatever. And if they're not going to follow the comic book with Glenn eating it or whatever, then the logical choice would be Maggie because she's pregnant with his child. What better way to man up than to see your child and your wife die? There you go. Essentially, Ooh. they're killing Glenn and Maggie at the same time. Because it'll drive Glenn mad, and it's technically killing a piece of Glenn. How about them apples? Whatever. I think it's, yeah, I think you're pretty right. I mean, who knows? I don't know. If it's Eugene, that's going to be dumb. Yeah, it's going to be like, womp, womp. I mean, I guess something that would be equally, like, earth-shattering, like, if it wasn't Maggie. I mean, I think if they killed Glenn at this point, it'd be like, oh, well, that was a long time coming. Like, honestly, I don't think it'll be Glenn. It, it would have to be Maggie because of the baby, and it'll be like, oh, my God. Or um, the, the the two other characters that will be bombshell, fucking complete earth-shattering shocking would be Daryl because of his new show. So it's like, okay, he's got this other show going on, and he's also doing MC. I mean, I guess he could do both. But at the same time, like... the shows like, are on AMC and they film at different times. It doesn't matter. I'm fucking making a point here. It does matter. Don't shit on my point. So I'm saying is that it could be Daryl, but, you know, obviously that'd piss off a lot of people. 
But he is a character that basically doesn't exist in the comics, so there's that. So, could be Daryl. You're hoping Maggie. And... It just makes sense. The other character, I think, would be Michonne. Michonne is a very well-loved character. Arguably, almost as much as Daryl. Almost. Because... Rick doesn't deserve love. Exactly. Rick I mean... You know, right when Rick always seems to be at his, like, most sane or clear-minded, he always gets yanked back into, like, the abyss. And, you know, he's basically started to get really close to Michonne. Michonne is a strong female character. Can't have those. You know, that's, you know, done very well on her own and as part of the group. And, you know, the group without Michonne, that's a huge hole. You know, that's those are some big shoes to fill when you're talking about not having Michonne in the group anymore. So, I mean, really, I think it just comes down to those three. I mean, obviously, Andrew Lincoln isn't that an equation. He's no. the fucking lead character. There's no way he's getting killed. And any other character aside from those three are insignificant. Carl already lost his eye, and they're not going to kill him. Right? I mean, Rosita, not that big of a deal. Nobody cares about her yet. You know, it's like... I mean, shit, you got... It's... I don't know, just like, okay. Rick, Fool's Untouchable. Daryl, it would be a huge deal. There would be, like, fucking riots. Carl, people would probably shrug... More than likely, that's not going to happen just because of what's already happened to him. You have Michonne, again, already made those points. Glenn, it would just be kind of like, eh, he's already almost died three times. He was his time. So, again, not going to be that big of a deal. Maggie, because of the baby, you know, fucking double whammy. That would be, like, heart-wrenching. Um, Abraham, eh, you know... He's a good character and stuff, but, like, I don't think people are going to be like, No, Abraham. Well, he didn't die when he was supposed to die either. I mean, that's true. You know, but I don't think they'd kill him so soon after killing the other character that was in his place. I mean, that character died, like, what, one episode before this t- that took place? Or was it the same episode? I can't like remember. two. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know. I just think that, you know, as a, as a character, he's a strong character in the group. But to carry over this kind of time to open up with the season and the death be Abraham, I just don't know that it's that significant. It wouldn't be. And Sasha, again, eh, Eugene. Eugene, it seemed like they set him up as though he's going to be the character to die just based on all the character development and how his character arc basically kind of finishes you know, at the end of that episode to where there's a good possibility it could be him. But the reason I think it wouldn't be him is just because, again, his character is not that significant, although they do kind of tie it up as, the, as though he's the one that's going to die. I just think it would be a big letdown if we find out that it was actually him. Plus, he's the one that's going to start developing ammunition and stuff like that at a time when they actually need it. And if they are going to go to war, they need somebody that knows how to make it. I mean, I know he already made the plans and he's already kind of shown somebody how to do it. But I just think that they're not done with him yet. Like, he's kind of finally reached his point. And I think that you're going to kind of see his character develop a little bit more in terms of being just a strong character. But obviously, because now that he's a strong character that has developed to that point, they're going to take a strong character away. 
again, why he's not going to die. Aaron, who cares? Uh, Rosita, again. Rosita is a good, strong character too, but she's not as significant as Michonne. So, again, Mich- I mean, it's going to be Michonne. It's going to be Daryl. Or it's going to be Maggie, just because of the baby. So, she thinks Maggie. I'm thinking Michonne. I don't think they're ready to kill Daryl yet. But supposedly Negan doesn't kill women. In the comics, he has a thing about women and children or something like that. If that was the case, then that basically only leaves Daryl. Indeed, unless they're going to non-shock everybody and go... With Glenn. a character like a, a non-shot character like fucking uh, Glenn or um, Eugene, yeah, and just call it good. They can be like, "Ha oh, ha! Look at this big disappointment of a fucking beginning episode." Ha oh, ha ha! We I, save we save Glenn three times so that we could kill him in this not shocking yeah. opener. That'd be lame. I'm still going for Maggie though. That's that's who my bet is. Yeah. So. You know, more speculation. We kind of already speculated on this stuff before, but, you know, we picked up this story initially and we're kind of like, okay, let's see what's up with this. And then it's like, oh, this fucking story is not telling us shit. I was like, so we're basically going to talk about it again and put these fools on blast for putting out a stupid ass story. So, um, yeah, that's episode 16. There's really not much else to talk about right now. I mean, there is a lot of shit to talk about, but it's way more than we can fit in an hour. Obviously, fucking E3 just passed. There's all kinds of cool shit that's coming out as far as, like, virtual reality from PlayStation. You know, basically, like, PlayStation 4.5 coming out with the Neo, which we've talked about before. Um, there's a new Xbox. Yeah, there's a new Xbox that's coming out. I forget the code name, but there's a new Xbox that's coming out that's supposed to be, like, super badass. You know, there's the um, PlayStation VR is supposed to get released later this year, and apparently they're going to have a flood of titles that are going to come out with it. Um, you know, there's going to be more shit as it's relate, related to Oculus, and just, you know, generally a lot of stuff that's focused around VR and where VR um, can expect to go. Um, I mean, probably one of the most exciting games that I saw um, or probably two of the most exciting games I saw were, you know, basically, you know, the open world, um, Legend of Zelda game that's coming out. Um, I don't have any information in front of me because I'm basically just speaking on the cuff, but the new Zelda game that's, that was introduced at E3 looks fucking so cool. Um, looks very promising. Probably not going to, I mean, I definitely don't think it's going to be a bad game. Um, I'll probably end up picking that up. And the second game was a, I believe, a PlayStation VR game that has to do with Star Trek. And um, it looks like a multiplayer game where, like, if you have a couple of people and you have multiple VR headsets, you can basically multiplay as the crew of the Star Trek Enterprise. You know, somebody can be the captain, somebody can be the engineer, somebody can be this or that. And you can actually manipulate the controls in front of you as though you're a member of the as though you're a member of like a crew in Star Trek and you know they were showing like the in-game footage and like how it'll work and it looked really really fun so 
you know, that's just one game that they teased. Uh, again, there was a lot of stuff released at E3. You could always go to the website and see all of the announcements they have. That shit's going to be all over YouTube, and it's, like, still all over my Facebook stream for all the shit that's come out, um, you know, as it relates to E3 and, you know, stuff that we can expect this year or into the future. So, again, we could have done a show on E3 shit, which we might still do, um, you know, but we'll probably just nitpick the stuff that's most exciting to us and then just talk about that because there really is too much to talk about and we could literally make several episodes just on that but it wouldn't be as fun because we didn't get to go um so um we'll basically close it out um you can listen to us or check us out on soundcloud you can download us on itunes you can check out our facebook page at uh that conversationalist you can email us at that conversationalist at gmail.com you can check us out on twitter at that con podcast so um thanks for listening this is episode 16 i'm jesse and i'm here with amanda hi and we bid you a good day good night bye bye